0: Hey, welcome back to Safe Talk with Safe Start. I'm your host, Tim Page-Botterf, and today we're going to continue our storytelling series. And joining me today is uh, Drew McDonald. Drew is one of our client success managers, and I just want to welcome Drew. Drew, hey, welcome to the podcast, my friend.
1: Thanks very much, Tim. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Well, we're excited to have you too. But I have to say, before we get into your story, let me remind everyone how this series works. Drew's going to share his story, you'll actually have a chance to pause the recording. And then once you're done pausing, you can discuss it with the group that's whoever that is. And then when you're done, Drew and I will actually come back and offer our two cents in the story review. And so Drew, the first time I heard you tell this story, I was actually taken aback, actually by how effectively, vicariously, learning can be applied. So are you ready to tell us your story?
1: Well, I think so, I'll do the best I can anyway. It's a story that starts, I guess, over the last couple of years. I've been working at home remote, mostly due to COVID. And thankfully, we were allowed to do that. As well, my wife spends a lot of time at home, too, over the last couple of years or a few years. You know, this is just the way I think living has been for a lot of people, a little bit of cocooning. But in any event, I've had to do a lot of presentations for Safe Start Classic and Safe Start Now and over the last few years. And... Anya, although sometimes she has headphones on not to hear me, you know, has, I think, picked up some of the say Start lingo. But what happened one day was I was out doing some pruning. We had asked for professionals to come in and do it. And that was great. But I, we noticed that there were some branches still a little bit, you know, season pass kind of thing, we, we noticed that there were some branches that still needed to be cut. So I had to go out to get this big, long tool. And of course, I had to get the longest line, which went up to 16 feet, extendable with a big hook at the end and a saw, and then uh, a pruning tool that you could hook on the branch and cut. It had a rope that was tied to it, to a chain. And if you pulled on it, it would cut the branch, you know, maybe an inch, even maybe a little bit more. So one afternoon I went out and I was doing some pruning and Anya kind of came out and was on the balcony at one point and I was uh, continuing on with my pruning skills, you know, getting the pruner up there for one of the, probably one of the last branches that needed to be cut and I stuck it up through one of the branches and it got kind of stuck but I managed to hook it over the branch that needed to be cut. While I was doing that, I had my little bump cap on and glasses and the, my my gloves and all that. So while I was doing that, though, the rope kind of dangled away and it was halfway in between myself and Anya. So I was on one side holding the tool and the rope was dangled down in the middle and Anya was on the balcony. And so I said, I looked up, and I saw it and I, I couldn't move the tool because it would bend the blade. So I... I asked Anya, I said, could you kind of go over there and pull on the rope and, um, you know, that'll get the branch cut and I'll be able to move the tool. So Anya said uh, no. And <laughs> I was taken aback and she says, because I'll be in the line of fire. And I had big eyes up here. We have toonies. So I had eyes like toonies because I was really, really surprised that Anya actually used that the say start language, which was, you know, She couldn't do it because she'd be in the line of fire. So I thought that was pretty good.
0: Yeah, that's a great story. And I'm really glad that Anya is quite involved with your discussions in terms of safe (laughs) starts. She'll be in the line of fire. So um, you must have done a good job at bringing this home. So kudos to you. (laughs) I will say this uh, for all of our listeners. um, This is an opportunity now for you to go ahead and pause. And I want you to just take a take a second and discuss it with the folks that are there. And remember, you've got two folks here, so discuss it and we'll come back and we'll talk about the certs. Don't forget about the states and the heirs and how it could have been worse. So I hope you had a great discussion. Drew, I just wanna say the first thing that caught my attention in this story is how Safe Start skills are so easily transferable from one person to another, as we could see with the story and with you and Anya. So I'm curious, um, did Anya take the course?
1: No, uh, I'm not saying that she's like all spouses are, but, uh, you know, through experience, I think a lot of them, a lot of spouses are that they say, you know, look, you've got a job. I'm glad you have it. Let's leave work at work. And, uh, you know, when you come home. Um, <laughs> but I I've used a little bit of hints here and there. You know, we have the keychain and the cards once in a while, leaving those hang around. So and again, probably listening to me talk about the safe start and safe start now terminology at times I think you know Anya picked up some on it.
0: Yeah that's good she you know Sheila my wife she's not uh, she's not necessarily like that but I've actually heard stories um, that back that up for you and I appreciate you bringing that up so let's go ahead and start right now um, what states were you in?
1: Well I was certainly uh, rushing it was the end of the day you know trying to kind of have an attitude of get her done kind of thing it was the end of the day and So, and, you know, it was probably dinner time, just having to wrap up, you know, so for sure I was rushing. Frustration, perhaps because we had paid professionals and, you know, just wanted to, I thought they would be able to handle things and still I had to get this tool and do this. But I think also I was probably trying to show off my prowess on using this tool and I ended up getting stuck. So, you know, that kind of didn't work out. So it was a little bit frustrating that way. Fatigue, again, because you know, wasn't late, late, but I'm not getting any younger, so uh, it was probably getting close to my bedtime, so I was probably a little bit, little bit tired that way. Also, complacency. I think for sure, you know, as you know, complacency is called a lot of different things, and this, you know, just seems to be lurking around, right? And in this case, I had grown complacent. I think with the tool, not only, you know, the hazardous energy of the branch falling, but the tool cause you know, I don't use it that often, maybe once or twice a year, if that I'm never really thinking it through that. And you could have been in the line of fire.
0: That is a great review. You have a full house. Um, thank you for bringing that up. I also would like to suggest something here. It doesn't necessarily mean that you could use something over and over again to become complacent. But the fact that you actually said that you wanted to show off with the tool, how good your skills were, um, that's a really true point. And I say that, um, when you just pointed out that complacency could be as something as just simple, as simple as just letting your guard down, um, that, that holds true. And I appreciate you bringing that up. So now let's talk about your errors. What were your errors?
1: Well, one thing for sure, my eyes were on task because I looked at it several times, then looked at Anya looked at what was happening up there. And I, you know, so for sure my eyes were on task, but obviously I don't think my mind uh, was right so it was clear that there would have been line of fire potential I just wasn't thinking it through like that that you know because I, I couldn't move the tool I was frustrated so I should have thought further that you know had Anya done that she would have been in the line of fire so for sure you know I, I just hadn't thought it through as clearly as I should
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, she, uh, she's self-triggered on the amount of hazardous energy and not a lot of people can do that right off the bat. Um, and they really just, sometimes they just don't get it. And so cert number four, we actually see that it says self-trigger on the state. And so, so when you say state, those are the first three states you could feel like rushing, frustration, and fatigue, or in this case, what Anya did was she self-triggered on the amount of hazardous energy. And a lot of people missed that part. And since complacency was involved, what safety-related habits could you be working on?
1: Well, uh, if I can just, before I answer to that, if I can back up just for a second, please. So I should have self-triggered on the states myself, right? So I should have been able to self-trigger on all the states uh, and the line of fire that I was putting potential line of fire that i was putting her into you know with all that hazardous energy over overhead so the habits to address complacency certainly looking for the line of fire potential and uh really making sure that not only i'm not in it but nobody else goes into it either right so Uh,
0: yeah that's great and you can add that to the other box and i (laughs) i really appreciate you bringing that up all right last thing always as we finish this story up could this have been worse for you or her, Drew? Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, uh, when I really think of it in, you know, real terms, um, I've given it a lot of thought afterwards, you know, even though I was happy that Anya did self-trigger or did, you know, say no because of the line of fire, you know, I had PPE on. I have a little bump cap in my glasses that I didn't mentioned before and I put my gloves on. I always try and pass along that to Anya, you know, uh, but she didn't have... PPE on at this at this particular moment, you know, and especially, you know, we take, I think for granted some of the tasks that we do at home and think that they're lighter, but some of the potential, you know, is, is really as bad as other places, right? So uh, I mentioned that the tool that I was using was, you know, designed to cut at one inch branches, but it also had a saw, it had a hook and a blade, and it was 16 feet long, right? So the branch itself could have crushed her for sure. The tool could have done some damage for sure. You know, and the fact that she wasn't wearing safety equipment on top of everything else, you know, could have made a worst case scenario, you know, eyes out or maybe damaged both eyes or possibly even worse, really.
0: Right. You know what, Drew, I have to say that uh, I know you've done this for the benefit of our listeners, but imagine if you would taking someone's vision away, especially someone you love.
1: Tim, it's, uh, you know, we only get two. Right. And doesn't matter who they're with. I mean, losing vision has got to be horrible in, in any event. And I just couldn't imagine doing it. And had Anya suffered those types of consequences because of something that I did, I'd be, you know, very, very upset. So uh, I'm just happy to know that if anything good came of COVID, um, you know, that overhearing the work, my work calls and talking about Safe Start Classic or Safe Start Now and the lingo, I'm just I'm just glad that you know Any had caught on and nothing nothing happened, you know. So uh, I can imagine had you gone through the course uh, versus just picking up language from what I was talking about. So I'm very thankful and grateful for that for sure.
0: Yeah that's a great point. And I, I want to say that you can hear safe start language over and over and vicarious learning for me it becomes the skill. And so certs actually become common practice if we are actually attending the entire course first. But the point of Safe Start Stories, and a lot of them, is so that we can actually practice spotting that pattern that we always talk about, that state-to-error pattern. And so if we get good at that, then the certs, again, critical error reduction techniques become something that we get into common practice. So Drew, no one's perfect. And thank you for sharing your story today. You're actually helping all of us get better, and I thank you for that. And I also wanna thank you for taking the time and sharing with us today.
1: Thanks, Tim, it's been my honor. I really appreciate working with you as well. Thanks for taking the time with me.
0: Yeah, you bet. And on behalf of Drew and myself and the entire team here at Safe Talk with Safe Start, thanks to every one of you for sharing your time with us. And remember, we are our brothers and sisters keepers. So keep out, keep on looking out for each other. And until next time, I'm Tim Page Botter for Safe Talk with Safe Start. We'll see you down the road.